Journey to Organization, episode 147, How to Set Goals. You're listening to the Journey to Organization podcast with Rebecca Saltzman, advice to help you clear your clutter and your mind. Hello and welcome to Journey to Organization podcast. I'm Rebecca Saltzman from Balagan Begone Personal Organization, and today I want to talk about how to set goals. Today's actually National Kick Butt Day, and I thought we could spend some time figuring out exactly how to get you to your goals for 2021, because it's almost the end of the year, and it is the start of the Jewish New Year, 5781, so I figured now's a really good time to talk about setting goals. So let's dive right in. So how do you even set your goals? Well, I think there are three steps to figuring out your goals. They're pretty simple. You're probably going to be like, wow, this is so simple. I didn't know that it was so simple. It's really simple, but I think some of the times we miss some of the steps. So I think it's really important to not skip any of the steps and be specific as possible. So here we go. How to set goals. Step number one, write down your goals. Now, this seems totally obvious, right? Write down your goals, make a picture of your goals, make a vision board of your goals, you know, cut out some pictures of how you see your life going or things you'd like to achieve in a certain amount of time, either a year or six months or two years or five years or whatever it is. It doesn't really matter what the timeline is, but what are some things that you would like to achieve? I think it's a really good idea to mix it up in terms of like bigger goals, smaller goals. Uh, So if you want to write a book like me, I'm writing a book. Can you believe it? I can't believe it either. It's amazing what you can do when you don't have to commute anymore. But anyways, so maybe it's a big goal like writing a book. Maybe it's a small goal like you just want to get a healthier dinner on the table every day, which actually isn't really a small goal. It's actually kind of a big goal. But whatever the goal is, write it down. Imagine that you see yourself doing this goal and really use all the tools at your disposal to imagine what it would feel like to actually reach your goal. What will it sound like when you reach your goal? What will you feel like? What will it look like? What will it taste like? What will it feel like? Did I say feel like already? I think I did. But use, employ all your senses to really understand what this looks like when you've reached your goal. What are other people saying to you? What are you saying to yourself? Are you saying, congratulations, you did it? Are you saying, you know, no time to rest, it's time to move on to the next goal. Whatever it is that you're saying to yourself, imagine yourself saying, hey, I crossed the finish line. Good job. And give yourself a pat on the back. Imagine yourself succeeding. So number one, write down your goals. Imagine what it's going to feel like to achieve your goals and do whatever you can to visualize your goals using all of your senses. All right. So step two of how to set goals is to figure out what tools you need to reach your goals. So if you are writing a book, let's say, what do you need to write a book? You need a laptop (laughs) or typewriter or a notebook, whatever. (laughs) I mean, the laptop's probably the easiest, but you need a computer, a board processor, right? And you need a place to sit that's quiet where you can focus. And you need to carve out time to actually sit down and do the work. So those are the tools you need to actually write. In the second stage of the 
of the book writing process, you'll actually need some different tools. You'll need an editor. You'll need to figure out the publisher. You'll need to figure out the distribution. You'll need a cover. You'll need a typesetter. There are lots of different things you're going to need when you're actually going through and you know, going into the final stages of your book. But at least in the interim, the first phase of the goal, you only need a space to work, something to write with, and time to write. So if your goal is menu planning, let's say, which is a really good goal, and I think that it's an important goal, what are the tools that you will actually need to reach your goal? You are going to need to gather some menus. You're going to need a chart to lay out the menus for the week. You're going to need to create some shopping lists and you're going to need to dedicate time to doing all the steps that you need to do. So you need to dedicate time to researching the recipes, setting out the setting out the menu plan, figure out when you're going to shop and figure out when you're going to cook, right? So figuring out what tools you need to reach your goal is actually a really essential step because what it does for us is it actually cements the ideas in our mind that allow us to really concretely figure out how to get to our goal. And I think that what a lot of people miss when they are trying to set goals for themselves is what tools they need because the thing about tools is like they seem so obvious but really sometimes we start to do a project and we haven't planned out what tools we need and we're like "Uh uh-oh I'm missing something so right if you want to lift weights (laughs) and you you know set out and you say to yourself I'm gonna lift weights every morning and you don't go and buy yourself a set of weights what are you gonna do now of course you You could try to DIY it and, you know, get two water bottles or get, you know, a heavy ball or get some canned food, whatever it is. And you could totally do that. But you need those on hand, too. So even if you can't afford to buy weights and that's fine, you're still going to want to research weights and see if you can afford them or if you can't afford them. And if you can't afford them, then you're going to need to find some sort of alternative and you're going to need to make sure you have that on hand. And so a lot of times I feel like people don't reach their goals because they just don't don't have the tools to reach their goals. And it's not that the tools are not available to them. It's that they haven't thoroughly thought through what exactly they need. And they haven't figured out what the solution is. If something they they need is not available to them, what is the alternative? If you don't have a computer available to you and you want to write a book, well, that's fine. Find a typewriter. If you can't find a typewriter, Don't tell me that you can't find a notebook and a pen and paper. There's always a way to get things done. So if you are always looking for the solution, then it's going to be easier to find the tools you need uh, if, if things like money are an object for you. And I mean, who... Who is it not? Money is an object for everybody, right? But sometimes it's not only about the money. Sometimes things just aren't available to us. And I saw this thing where uh, this guy wanted to lift weights and all the weights in his city were like sold out. And if he wanted to order them online, he had to wait like three or four weeks. And so in the meantime, he went to Home Depot and he figured out how to make some weights himself. And it was really ingenious and really pretty awesome, actually. And that's the thing. We don't actually need like pre-made things necessarily to reach our goals, but we have to get a little strappy and we have to not take no for an answer and figure out, you know, what we can do to actually get it done. 
And sometimes that takes time to figure out the workaround, but it's possible. And that's why I think it's such a necessary step to figure out what tools you need to reach your goals. Because if you really don't figure out what tools you need, you're not going to be able to reach your goals because because from the very beginning, you're going to feel like you're stifled. You're going to say to yourself, oh gosh, this isn't working out. I can't get what I need. But if we're always looking for a solution, if we're always trying to find a way to get what we want, it's it's actually going to result in us getting more of what we want. Sometimes it's going to be hard. Sometimes you're going to say to yourself, gosh, this should really be easier. And sometimes it should be easier. Sometimes we do things the hard way in spite of ourselves. But for the most part, I find that most people can, once they figure out what tools they need, they're able to move forward with setting their goals. But here is a warning. Don't let the tools stand in your way of not reaching your goals. So it's like I said, if one tool isn't available to you, don't use that as an excuse. Well, oh, I can't find a laptop to write on, so I'm not going to write a book. That's an excuse. That is not an acceptable excuse. You can't find a laptop? No problem. Get a pad and a piece of paper. You can worry about getting it into text format later on, but for right now, just write. Just sit down and write the story. You can worry about food not being available, and that's fine, but some foods may not be available. But that doesn't mean that there aren't other healthy options that are available. So don't focus on that the mango is not attainable right now. Focus on the avocado that you can get and the tomatoes and the cucumbers and make something with that, right? You don't have to focus on what you don't have. Shift, pivot, Learn how to be flexible so you can get what you need, even if it isn't perfect. Now, you all know what I always say. We are looking for progress, not perfection. In fact, right now, I am actually podcasting in my normal spot in the closet I always sit in in the guest room, even though the door is broken. So if you hear a little bit of reverb, I apologize. It's because I have no door to this room please don't ask why I have no door. I should be getting back the door this week. But I've taken a little bit of a hiatus because of the holidays. And I didn't want to put off a podcast episode any longer. It was my goal to to make a podcast episode this week. And so even though there's no door to my room, even though it's a little pitchy on the microphone, it's okay. It doesn't have to be perfect. I just want to bring you an episode this week because I know that you don't love it when I miss a week (laughs) and I just took a whole bunch of weeks off. And so even though everything in my setup isn't perfect, it, it doesn't matter that it's not perfect. I'm just getting it done. Now, I won't lie. Okay, I'm going to tell you the truth. It really makes me mad that it's not perfect. It really, really, really irks me and makes me super upset that something that I'm putting out isn't perfect. I'm not saying that it won't make you upset, but sometimes it's just better to get things done because honestly, you can't reach your goals if you don't just do things. (laughs) So... So sometimes you just got to be like, it's not perfect, but it's going to get done and it's going to be okay. It's going to be good enough. And I think that working through something in a time of adversity, like when you don't have a door. (laughs) But my point is, is 
don't let not having a tool stand in your way. Like nobody thinks a door is a necessary (laughs) tool to creating a podcast, right? Like you wouldn't think like, oh, you need a door because rooms just have doors in them, right? You think, oh, I need a quiet place to sit. And automatically you think that that comes with a room with a door, right? So, but when there is no door, you have to make these decisions to move forward anyways. And I think that that is also really important. So don't let the lack of tools or the lack of appropriate spaces get in your way. Don't let yourself get in your way. Finish something even if it's not perfect just so that it's done because sometimes it's just better to get it done than for it to be perfect. Okay, so step number one was write down your goals, imagine them, figure out what they are, and use all of your senses to really figure out what the goal feels like, how you'll feel, all that. Number two is figure out what tools you need to reach your goals, but don't let yourself stand in the way of reaching your goals if you don't have all the tools. Get creative, be flexible, and pivot. So number three is break down the actual goal into manageable steps. Now, this sounds super simple, right? (laughs) But we don't always understand how to do this step either. And I think that this comes with is a basic time management skill that a lot of people are are missing. And that's why I wanted to talk about how to set goals this week, because with time management, I think that this is a huge step that most people are missing. And so it definitely relates to organization. If you want to cook healthy meals every day for your family, you can't just go from zero to 60 in one day, right? You can't just be like, okay, I was making macaroni and cheese from a box today and tomorrow I'm making a five course uh, gourmet meal. (laughs) It, It just doesn't work that way. You have to put the next part into steps and you have to understand what the steps are so that you can really achieve the goals. So let's talk about meal planning. What do you need to do to make healthier meals for your family? Well, it's like I said, and while some of this is going to seem like it falls into tools, it actually break, it actually also falls into step number three as a manageable step because it, it's actually functioning as both. So I said one of the tools was that you need to go out and find recipes, right? Well, that's true. So that's step one into figuring out how to get to your goal. So step one is make time to look for recipes. That's number one. Number two is figure out if these recipes seem simple enough. So set some sort of parameters for yourself that make it easy for you to identify if something is going to be easy for you to make, say you're only going to stick to five ingredients, or you're only going to stick to something that says that it takes 30 minutes or less, or you're only going to stick to something that requires one pot, whatever it is, make a guideline for yourself so that you can actually identify what's going to help you get to your goal when you're choosing a recipe, let's say. So once you choose the recipe and you've picked out your guidelines for what is considered easy (laughs) or healthy even you know you're not gonna do any recipes that have oil in them or you're not gonna make any recipes that have sugar in them whatever they are 
whatever the rules are, the first step is making some rules for yourself. Then the next step is going to be putting some time together to actually lay out the menu. What makes the most sense? Does it make sense to have chicken at the end of the week or at the beginning of the week? Well, that depends on when you're actually going to go shopping, right? If you're going to go shopping at the beginning of the week, it makes sense to eat uh, proteins that may go bad at the beginning of the week so that at the end of the week, you're just sort of, you know, everything might already be cooked. You're just going to have like leftovers, right? So try to figure out what the timeline is, what makes sense in terms of not necessarily in this case productivity, but what makes sense in terms of freshness and works around the times when you're able to go shopping. And then you're going to want to figure out how are you going to actually cook, you know, two meals every day that are healthy, let's say. Well, are you going to go ahead and batch the meals? Are you going to cook three nights a week so you'll only have to cook every other night? Or are you going to cook once a week and make all the meals on Sunday for Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, or for Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, and then start again like on Friday for Shabbat and just cook Friday for Friday and Shabbat and possibly Sunday and then start it all over again. So basically you'll be cooking twice a week. Like what are going to be the parameters of this step? And then what you have to do is once you figure that out, you have to figure out how much time that you need to go shopping and then you're going to need to figure out how much time you need to go cook to, to actually cook and once you've figured out all those things you're going to set yourself up for being able to cook every single week right and you'll know how to do it and after time you won't need to go through the steps of figuring out the tools and actually breaking down the goal into manageable steps but you'll have a better understanding and it will be more rote that's not to say that you don't want to take five minutes at the start of the week to just check and make sure you have ingredients on hand and, and, and again, look for, look for the tools because maybe you'll be missing a tool. Maybe you'll be missing salt. Maybe you'll be missing a pot because last week you burned it out, right? Like whatever it is, take the time at the beginning of each week to just reassess as you go on. It's going to take less time, but it's going to help you not only reach your goal in the short term like that you're going to be able to achieve your goal if you have a goal that is a repeatable goal like healthy meal planning then setting aside a little bit of time at, at the beginning of each week to just plan and see what you have is going to help you but also as time goes on it will take you less time to do that if you have a larger goal like you want to write a book well now is now the step step three would be that you have to break down writing the book into manageable steps. So my book is about getting organized for Jewish holidays and Jewish life cycle events. So what I did was I broke down the book. I outlined what I wanted the book to look like. So I outlined, you know, all the Jewish holidays and I outlined all the Jewish life cycle events. And as I start writing, I think about more. But the outline is what helps me, helps me, you know, manage everything. And I broke it down into like 25 different chapters. And what I did was I decided like, okay, I got 25 weeks, I'll write a chapter every week, right? And sometimes I write two chapters, and sometimes I get a little bit behind, and I'm only writing one, sometimes I'm editing. It's true, I'm not always getting to my goal the way I thought I would get to the goal. But that's okay. Also, because every day, every week, I'm chipping away a little bit at the goal. Another thing that's really important when you are 
breaking down the goal into manageable steps is to understand the timeline of the goal. So my goal is to have my book finished by the time that I'm done with my morning period, my Avelut. And so, you know, that's going to be May of 2021. I'm probably going to be finished before that, way before that. But the point is, is that that's my goal. If I finish early, that's great. If I finish on time, that's also okay. But because I have this goal and I understand how to break it down in the time that I need to get it done, like I've paced myself and I've left myself a little bit of wiggle room so that if something happens, if I get sick, God forbid, or if, you know, I have to go away or whatever it is, then I have a little bit of wiggle room in case I get a little bit delayed. And so that's also really important. And it's a manageable step is to leave yourself this buffer zone of, you know, well, what happens if I get delayed on the way? And I think that that is a really important thing to remember and consider is that maybe you will get waylaid on your journey to your goal. And that's also okay. It's, it's, it's like not having one of the tools you need, but you shouldn't let that stand in your way. Even if you finish your goal after the time that you had hoped to finish it by, at least it will be finished. Like sometimes things get delayed. There's nothing we can do about it. <laughs> it's just not it's just not something that we can focus our energies on. If things get delayed, no problem. Make it a new goal and reassess the timeline and keep moving forward. Don't let things like time stand in your way because things are always going to happen and things are always going to pop up. Just start again from today. If you didn't eat healthy today, that's okay. You don't even have to wait till tomorrow to start eating healthy. Again, just start eating healthy again, right? Like you had one slip up, that's okay. Just keep moving forward. And that's what's going to help you get to your goals and actually make, hopefully, (laughs) 2021 an amazing year, right? When you can make your goal into smaller, more manageable steps, it's actually easier to reach your goal because sometimes we think about like, okay, writing a book. Well, that sounds like a huge goal to write, you know, 300 pages, right? And it is a big goal. But if you break it down, okay, I'm going to write 100 words every day or I'm going to write 1,000 words every day, which is actually more reasonable. I'm going to write 1,000 words every day eventually you will reach your goal, right? But if that's your goal, like you're going to have to figure out what is both a reasonable daily step you can take to reach your goal, what is actually possible to do. And again, we're not looking for perfect here, but we also need to be realistic. It's not possible to write 10,000 words every day for most people. Most people just don't have the time. Maybe you do, and that's a great goal. If you can write 10,000 words every day, then you'll be done in, you know, chick-chock no time. But a reasonable goal is is 1,000 words a day. Great. If you are, if you are, if you're meal planning and you want healthy food, okay, maybe it's not a reasonable goal to just expect that you're going to start cooking five super healthy meals every week. Maybe that's not reasonable. Maybe shoot for two every single week and for a month. And then after a month, make three. And then after a month, make four. And then after you've started making five healthy meals a night, then start to stock up your freezer, right? Like 
you don't have to go from zero to 60 in one night. You can take time and you can make it manageable for yourself. And the thing about making it manageable for yourself is that actually it helps it to become a habit. And it's more likely that what we actually are trying to do, what we're trying to achieve will stick and it will last longer and we'll be able to more comfortably, you know, live with something that we've decided to do because we've gradually taken it on. So those, those are my simple steps to setting goals. It sounds easy. It is easy. The hard part is actually sitting down and finding the time to make it happen. But that's the thing. When you know the steps and when you've broken down the steps, when you write down your goal, when you visualize your goal, when you imagine your goal, when you taste it and feel it and see it, it makes it more real and it makes it easier to believe and get behind. When you know the tools that you need to reach your goals, it makes it a lot easier to get behind. And when you've broken it down into manageable steps and made a real timeline for yourself, that makes it easier. So as you're going through this year, as you're making your goals, I'd like it if you also thought about your different levels of goals. So Maybe the first goal is to make healthy meals. And then the second goal is to start exercising more. And the third goal is to include your family in meal making time. And the fourth goal is getting your family to also exercise with you. One goal is great, but I think having a few goals to get to this year, even if you don't get to them, is better because then you are able to take this more like holistic approach to the goal itself. So what I mean by that is if you have more than one goal, it's a lot easier to know what the next step is going to be, especially if your goals are a little bit smaller. Not saying healthy meal planning is such a small goal. It's hard and it will take time. But Or maybe it's easy and it won't take you too much time. But that's the thing. Either way, regardless of if it's easy or if it's hard for you, if you have a next step, once you achieve your goal, you're not going to be like twiddling your thumb saying, uh, what do I do now, right? So having more than one goal is also really, really, really important. I hope that you get to all your goals for 2021. If you need help figuring out how to make your goals, what tools you need for your goals, and actually breaking down the goals into manageable steps, book an appointment with me. It's not a done in a day declutter, although you could book a done in a day declutter with me. It's just a one hour coaching call maybe, or maybe it's a 10 week coaching package to help you reach your goals. Maybe you have some business goals that you need help with. Whatever the goals are, if you feel like you're stuck and you're not sure how to get to your goals, then book some time with me because I'm a personal organizer, but I also hold people accountable. So the accountability coaching here is really, really important for a lot of people, especially if you have a big goal, let's say like writing a book, right? So if you need help, just head to balaganbegone.com forward slash book dash now and book a consultation with me and let me see how I can help you. And if you're ready to pre-order the book, go ahead and go to balaganbegone.com forward slash book and go ahead and pre-order the new book, Organized Jewish Life. Your pre-order helps me to publish the book. So I appreciate your pre-order. The pre-order is a discounted price. For now, I'm wishing you all a great week and happy organizing.
Thanks for listening to the Journey to Organization podcast. You can find Rebecca on Twitter and Instagram at BalaGonBegon and on Pinterest as Rebecca Saltzman. Visit BalaGonBegon.com for resources and to join the mailing list to get podcast updates.